Welcome to the Arcadio. Oh, with your host, Arcadio Matos. Arcadio Matos. A podcast all about the history and cultural impact of video games. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Arcadio, a podcast all about the history and cultural impact of video games. I'm your host, Arcadio Matos, and this is going to be a very brief episode today because I'm actually a little under the weather. Uh, today, give me a second. Talking about being under the weather, I almost just uh, sneezed there. Yeah, uh, today I wanted all of us to get to know a person a little better. His name is Jerry Lawson. Who is Jerry? He's not a friend of mine. Uh, He's not even a guest on this episode. Unfortunately, Jerry passed away almost nine years ago. Unknown to many gamers, but he created such a huge part of gaming history. But uh, before we get into uh, who Jerry was... I wanted to announce something that I didn't want to save until my next speedrun, and that is I'm sure that by the time most of you hear this, you'll have already found out that E3 was canceled due to the coronavirus. Uh, The coronavirus is a topic that I've hit on already in a few speedruns, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they canceled it this much before E3 started, but at the same time, I'm not, because it seems like uh, a lot of people are being... A little overly cautious and uh, maybe that's it's for the better and like I said these conferences really don't draw in the excitement like they used to a, a lot of things get leaked online a lot of things are revealed ahead of time you know in smaller conferences things like Nintendo Direct that are you know specific to the platform or the type of games that you know that people like so yeah uh, let me know your thoughts on that do you think it was too soon do you think it was the right time are you, do you not even care about conferences? Let me know. Uh, send me an email, arcadio at thearcadio.com. Or you can also visit my website, www.thearcadio.com. Hit the little contact button. Go ahead and fill out the form. Send something in. Let me know. Let me know what you think. But uh, like I said, who, who is this Jerry Lawson guy? Who is Jerry? Why does he get his own episode? Well... To understand, we first have to flash back to my childhood. See, when I was a kid, I thought uh, Atari 2600 and the other consoles of that generation were the first to be cartridge-loaded systems. But uh, this year, I actually learned that it was not, in fact, the Atari 2600 or any of its you know, competitors in that market, but rather a system known as a Channel F that has the privilege of being the first cartridge-loaded system. Um, see, before this time, any game system that you bought came preloaded with games, and uh, in some cases there were, you know, cards that you could use, but not cartridges. You know, there was never any cartridge-based game system in the sense of a system like the Atari 2600 or the NES, SNES, N64, those types of cartridge-based systems. So, now that we went back to my childhood and the Atari 2600, Uh, let's go back to Jerry's childhood. A black man from Brooklyn, born in the 1940s, and a college dropout. Probably a lot of people thought that, you know, Jerry wouldn't find success, that he wouldn't amount to much, but 
you know, he didn't need college. As a boy, he had a natural curiosity for science, and uh, it led him to do things like work on TVs, uh, radios, other electronics, and that inevitably led to his success in the video game industry. His hard work and his drive landed him at a company called the Fairchild Camera and Instrument Corporation, over 3,000 miles from Brooklyn, where he grew up in the California Bay Area. And it was here that he would change the life of all future gamers. To, to understand who uh, Jerry Lawson was, uh, you have to understand, you know, the type of company that he kept. Uh, he was in a group known as the Homebrew Computer Club, where he was amongst other intelligent people like him. See, these are other people that would change our lives, too. Uh, I'm sure you heard of these two guys, Steve, that he was in this group with. Uh, that's Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak of Apple. You know, that's the type of company that Jerry Lawson kept, which I think really speaks volumes to the, the type of person he was, you know, type of personality that he had, the type of drive that he had. You know, the Steve Jobs and the Steve Wozniaks of the world are... Very driven, very intelligent, very hardworking people, and this is the kind of person that Jerry Lawson was. Uh, he, you know, he spent a lot of time with, with people like this in the Homebrew Computer Club, and uh, it was during this time where he was a member of, of this club, and uh, sort of similar to you know the Steve Jobs story, the Bill Gates story, uh, the Jeff Bezos story, you know, where you hear these these people started out of their garage. Uh, Jerry was no different. He created an arcade cabinet known as Demolition Derby. And, well, this game must have impressed the people he worked for because uh, Jerry was shortly thereafter promoted to the head of the video game division over at Fairchild. See, Jerry didn't dream of stopping at this arcade cabinet. He dreamed of taking this technology that he built an arcade machine with and creating a home console. But uh, there seem to be a lot of naysayers. See, we're talking, you know, even before I was born. You know, we're talking in the mid-70s. Actually, in the early 70s uh, when, you know, Jerry created this arcade machine. But it was in the, in the year 1976 that uh, Jerry's dream was realized. You see, before this time, he said, quote, A lot of people in the industry swore that a microprocessor couldn't be used in video games and I knew better. You know, arcade cabinets, fine, but a home console using a microprocessor just at that time seemed, you know, it floored people. They, they were like, no way. It, there's some people, of course, you know, at his company that believed in him, which is why he received the promotion uh, that he did. But, you know, a lot of people, most people, you know, specifically in the video game industry, didn't, you know, really agree with him, didn't really think it was possible, but um, sadly, the system that he would inevitably create in 1976, which was first dubbed the Fairchild Video Entertainment System, and then later shortened to the Channel F, kind of got relegated to this smaller, lesser-known part of history, at least the gaming history, because it only sold one quarter of a million units, a drop not in the bucket, but in the ocean, to the roughly 30 million units Atari would sell of their 2600 console. 
that's that's insane. That's you know like roughly a hundred and twenty times what this uh you know the channel F is the shorter name for this console. It's about a hundred and twenty times what the channel F sold. And of course these numbers are estimates. I think even to this day, you know, we don't really get a good sense of how well or how poorly consoles sell exactly. I don't know, we, we kind of have these rough estimates, but man, that's pretty crazy that, you know, this guy who invented a technology that, you know, profoundly shaped not just mine, but you know, a lot of people's childhoods. And I mean, hell, even a lot of adults came, a lot of our adult lives too. But um, in 1980, Jerry Lawson would leave his job at Fairchild and he started his own company called Videosoft, where he produced games for the obviously much better selling Atari 2600. But even the oh so popular Atari 2600 saw its demise near the mid 80s, and so did Jerry's company. So, yeah, um, when the game industry kind of People use the word crash, but uh, I don't know if it, you know, necessarily would use, I don't know if I would necessarily use the word crash, but, uh, you know, there was certainly, there was certainly some issues with, you know, there wasn't strict licensing standards like we see today, and, you know, almost anybody could make a game for the Atari 2600. And so there was, you know, not such great quality control, but we, you know, we really saw that turn around with the NES and that kind of ushered in a, a different generation. And so the Atari 2600 was a, a very good learning experience for the industry. So I look at, you know, the 1983 so-called crash as more of a learning experience, but I, I want to save that for a, a whole other episode. I'm a little sad that I learned about Jerry Lawson so long after his death. You know, I would have loved to interview him for this podcast and learn what life was like for him, you know, as a black engineer, as, you know, as somebody who who found success without college, as a person who kept George Washington Carver's, you know, picture on his desk for inspiration and it was somebody who created a piece of technology that's near and dear, not just to my heart, but probably to millions, possibly billions of people. Uh, you know, what was it like to know his genius was amongst the likes of Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak? And just like I said, something that he created, something that had a profound impact on my life. And, you know, video games led me to, uh, they led me to find a passion for coding and computer programming and, you know, teaching these skills to other people too. And, you know, Jerry Lawson, he, you know, he's long gone, but, you know, hopefully you listen to this and he's not forgotten and his legacy lives on and, you know, every console that we play. Uh, again, I said this would be a short episode. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm a little under the weather. Uh, don't worry, I swear it's not the coronavirus. Just, uh, man, it's, it's been unseasonably warm down here, and it's uh, allergies are kicking in a little earlier than, than usual this year. But again, uh, I want to remind everyone, like I like to close every episode saying, 
life doesn't have a one-player mode. We're all in this together. And I thank you for being here with me and for being here to hear about Jerry. And until next time, keep playing, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Arcadio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, make sure to follow us on Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube at the Arcadio, or check out our website www.thearcadio.com. Until next time, take care.